Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. Hey, what day is it? Uh, to my knowledge, Wednesday. Well, we're happier than a camel on Wednesday, baby. Jake Bakoven. Coach told me when we were in Rome, we do as Romans, and when we were in Italy, we do as Italians. So, Ilians, they eat pizza after the game. Tom and Buck starts now. Welcome. Hour number two. Tom and Buck, Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachoven there. Happier than a camel on Wednesday. Uh, by the way, Joe Campbell, we knew that. We were just kidding. Uh, come on. <laughs> uh, Joe Campbell, of course, the famous Campbell for Campbell Cigarettes. I uh, had a cigarette sticking out the side of his mouth. He made cigarette smoking look cool. That's right. Uh, it was very cool. My dad... Uh, used to smoke the no filter Paul Malls. Oh yeah, tough guy cigarettes. That's a man's cigarette right there. Um, he always had one in his ear and one in his mouth. <laughs> he was ready to go. Was uh, he a pack a day or a couple oh, packs a day? Was, I think he was at least a pack a day, and sometimes two packs a day, depending on. And he had the thing like he would wear the T-shirt and roll up the the cigarette in the T-shirt. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that. yeah, it was a tough guy. Look, <laughs> he was an ex-marine. My dad was very tough, unlike me. Yeah, he, what happened? What what I, happened I to don't, you? I didn't get that. I mean, he was uh, he was a he was a tough guy. Didn't uh, your siblings turn out to be pretty tough, or um, just didn't pass down? Brother Doug, Doug's big, and I wouldn't fight him. That's for sure. I, yeah. D- D- Doug's also in the military, uh, National Guard. I would say he's the toughest yeah. of the brothers. He sounds pretty tough. Um, I used to play football with my brothers, and they would just beat the crap out of me, and they were much bigger uh, than I. So you, you, uh, Dan's not as tough as Doug, uh, but he thinks he is. I would say <laughs> I would say I'm the least tough of uh, the three boys. You and would lose I have two the fight. sisters as well. Yeah, but my dad was tough, man, and he was not a big guy. He was like five nine, five nine, maybe one fifty, but uh, nobody ever messed with him. He was one of those guys. You don't mess with him. 
That's some of the best fighters in the world. That you know, I'm not saying he's one of the best fighters yeah. in the world, or as tone as some of those yeah. guys. But you, it's always kind of funny when you watch the UFC yeah. or something, and you go, "Man, those guys look yeah. huge!" And they're like, "All right, this guy yeah. weighs in at 125." Yeah. <laughs> my like, oh, my mind. dad uh, never really got promoted in his job because he was always doing like <laughs> he fixed air conditioners and and, uh, and heaters and like stoves for. Uh, send gas back in the day, uh, and then mini gas go. It became a bunch of different things. He once kick, kicked his boss in the shin because uh, <laughs> he called him shorty. And my uh, dad yeah. was my dad was really mad that the his boss had called him shorty, and he kicks him in the shin, and he didn't get fired. He didn't. I think, I think the guy was afraid of him. <laughs> That's one way not to get fired yeah, is threaten it's, your boss. It's, it's a, he was, my dad was a different cat, <laughs> but he was uh, really partly he was really good at his job, and so they didn't fire him. Uh, so that really helped him. As far as I'm, I think that's basically what happened. Um, let's see. Uh, Hoiberg said some things about Nebraska basketball that are a little disconcerting. Where do you go from here? Um, that's one of the big ones. I think that he's really fighting today. Uh, what direction do you change styles? Uh, he was asked that. I'm gonna I'm gonna consider everything the next two days. Uh, he's hmm? he was distraught. He was like looking for answers, and I don't think he has them right now, because his whole philosophy is based on making baskets, make, shooting the ball. Um, but when it doesn't go through the hoop, obviously this team struggles to play defense, defend the three, and at at times they quit last night. I mean, he said it; they quit last night. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, where they go from here. But we'll talk more about it a little bit later on. I'm hoping to have Jack Pierce on, who recruited. Mickey Joseph, he was an assistant. He was a lead recruiter uh, for Nebraska football back in the 90s uh, during that 60-2 and two run. And a lot of guys from Louisiana, including Mickey Joseph, he recruited. Uh, Leroy Etienne is one. Neil Smith is another. Great recruiter. Maybe the best recruiter. No, the best recruiter in Nebraska football history. He's got great recruiting stories. Uh, I love some of them. Uh, maybe he'll tell the one where he's with Tom Osborne. And uh, they're recruiting Leroy ATN. It, it was a pretty good story. I don't want to give it away, uh, but uh, he's got some great stories, and I hope he shares, especially the one about Mickey Joseph, uh, a little bit later on. Are we about ready for box tops? I think we're ready. Uh, what's the topic today? Uh, basically the top 10 Husker three-point shooters of all time. Um, really, just uh, just some names that could really help out this system. Maybe be really good in a five-out system all right. or help this team out. Go ahead. I don't have the sounder yet, but go ahead. Bok, bok, uh, get bok, to, bok. There you go. Bok, bok, bok. <laughs> go ahead. All right. Top 10 guys in Husker history that could help this team out in their five-out system and their three-point shooting. Let's start with number 10, Walt P for three. And I'm specifically being, meaning uh, sophomore Walter Pitchford. Junior Walter Pitchford didn't hit very yeah. well. But sophomore Walter Pitchford, 48 of 117. And that was good for 41% on the year. And they would usually dial up the first play almost of every game yeah. was a Walter Pitchford three, and it would usually go uh, in. Buck, 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 buck. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to play that. That's on. okay. Yeah, I, I thought he, he was... Maybe the best tall shooter that I've seen in recent history. Yeah. I, I would, I mean, he was 6'10. Yeah, uh, and, and everybody got the complaint that he was soft and he wouldn't go in. And, but he was a three point shooter. He had it in his Twitter name. Yeah, That's he, what he wanted to do. He and Petaway on the pick and roll were really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that first year together, when they made the NCAA tournament, lost to Baylor in the first round. Uh, and then Pitchford didn't come back after that. 
Man. Well, he came back the next year. Him and Siobhan Shields, oh, I mean. Was it th- the third year he didn't yeah. come back? Okay. Well, yeah, he declared yeah. himself for the NBA draft. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he did. Okay. Uh, he ended up playing some uh, um, some G League ball. Yeah. But in any case, he it was just, I mean, that was so, so almost as frustrating as this type of team where you yeah. thought you knew you had shooters yeah. because you saw Walter Pitchford and Siobhan Shields do it the year before. Walter was like a 40% shooter. As I mentioned, his sophomore year in uh, Siobhan was like somewhere around 30, and then they dropped to like 26 yeah. and 20% the next year. They just couldn't hit anything. Yeah. Tran Petaway had to kind of just take over the whole offense. I guess somewhat similar to Lonzo Verge is doing now. Yeah, I, Walter, again, maybe the best tall shooter. Uh, in Nebraska basketball history. Maybe. I've got some other guys okay. down the list. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if they can compete. Uh, number nine on my list, how about Marcus Perry, a career 39% shooter. He hit 67 in 2007, three-point shots. That was tied for 10th all-time at Nebraska. Um, I thought he was maybe, you know, he was never like the best player on the team yeah. or maybe kind of gets overlooked, but I wouldn't mind having Marcus Perry as a three-point shooter on this team. Barry Collier? Was that the Barry Collier era? I believe era? so. Uh, yeah, I believe so. He was a really good shooter, actually. Yeah. Very good shooter. How about number eight on my list, Chris Cresswell from 1990 to 1992? He hit 103 career threes at a 30% or 40% clip. Um, that that's a good pick. Uh, he was he was basically that's all he did. I mean, uh, some of these guys are a little more versatile than Chris Cresswell was. But Chris Cresswell uh, under Danny Dean was pretty good. It was basically one job: uh, shoot threes. Uh, for number seven on my list again, I'm go- I'm very being very specific. You have to <laughs> block out some uh, of the career like we uh, did with Walter Pitchford. Uh, number seven on my list, freshman Joe McCray. Uh, freshman uh, Joe McCray had the fifth best se- single season total of threes with 80 in 2005, and he was given the green light to shoot whenever he wanted to. He did uh, he hit some deep ones. He had a great, great freshman. Year, oh yeah, uh, under Barry Collier, and then he went home. And kind of ate himself out of the league. Yeah. He came back way overweight, uh, and he was never the same. And it's sad because, I mean, if you could have picked – Alex March was probably the best player maybe of that decade, and he was in the same class as Joe McCray. If McCray could have stayed on that pace, I think probably would have had a, a tournament team or two near the second half of their careers. But he just he, – he was – he kind of just yeah. – by the end of, end of his sophomore season, he wasn't on the team. And March, March was really good about, you know, you'd feed it into him, but then he would kick it back out yeah. to guys like McCray. March was really good, kind of similar to Hoppin, uh, spacing the floor. And that's almost what I think Nebraska needs is a big guy, kind of like a Marich that they could throw it into and and work from the inside out. Boy, it's certainly helping that league. Yeah. I, I, I do like watching 7-1 guys play in college, uh, <laughs> like we saw last night from Hunter right. Dickinson. Uh, it's fun when they play in the pros against seven, seven-footers, don't get me wrong, um, to see that sort of yeah. battle. But I, I do kind of like the mismatch aspect of it, right. too. Uh, Nebraska's never had a guy like Hunter Dickinson. No. Never. And he's 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 uh, dressing his three-point shot. You know, yeah. Everybody was expecting him he to go to the NBA last, last night, yeah. or last year, and then you know the last couple games he's been hitting threes. So adding that to his game, I think that will definitely help him become uh, – a high pick in the NBA draft next year. I guess he only made one of three last night, but it it looks good coming off his hand. It was three of three the previous game. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, number six on my list, how about Teron Liu? Of course, he can do it all, but uh, a three point shooter as well. He hit 78 threes. In 1998, yeah. that's top 10 in all-time in a single season. Uh, actually, he is top 10 all-time in yeah. career threes despite leaving early. If he would have stayed another year, he'd be higher on the list. But, uh, yeah, Tron Liu, certainly uh, <laughs> you could use him uh, in any system, but uh, certainly in this one as well. Like he could just score. I mean, he could just score. He yeah. could take over a game and score, whether it was from three, two. Uh, that guy was amazing and, of course, left early. I wonder. Uh, I always wanted him to stay one more year in Nebraska, yeah. but uh, that guy could just score, uh, but from three-point range as well. I think there was one year he led the the NBA, actually, in three-point percentage. Did he really? I think one I year did not did. know that. I'll have to double-check. Uh, number five on my list, how about Ryan Anderson? He always played out of position, uh, but uh, he was always good at three-point shots. Third uh, in the Nebraska career three-point category with 185. He was a career 39% three-point shooter, and I always remember him in the corner threes. He was especially right. good at those. And they beat Creighton one year with him. Uh, so that was always – I always have fond memories of any player that beat Creighton. That's right. And, and whenever we bring up Ryan Anderson, we have to mention he can also play the piano and very well. And sing. And sing. And sing. He's one of the more all altogether more talented Huskers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, number four on my list, how about Brian Conklin, single-season three-point record holder. with 50, He hit 56% of his threes wow. in 2004. His career uh, – he also has the career record for percentage with 43%. So he, he probably was a little bit better than Walter Pitchford. Yeah. Um, at and, least at three-point shooting. But he, and he was another guy, that probably the tallest, uh, best three-point shooter would be would be Conklin. And, but he never gained weight. I remember he was like 6'11", 6'10", and he weighed 200 pounds. But those those tubes were fun too because a little later spoiler list Kerry Corwin's also on the list he was on he was on those teams they had like Wes Wilkinson so they had some yeah. good height but not necessarily uh, you know you know bangers yeah. down low but they had some three point shooting on those those teams I, I remember talking to Barry Collier about Brian Conklin and they were always trying to put weight on him they would set an alarm for like three a.m. so he would get up and eat peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> it didn't really ever work. It, and it never worked. He still, I think he left here at 200 pounds. But you wonder what those type of players like Conklin or Cohorn, how how would their games translate to now where it's just everybody shooting as many threes as you want? Yeah. Back then it's like, let's orchestrate three or four threes for these guys a game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and those, some of those Collier teams were pretty good three-point shooting teams. Yeah. Um. Uh, number three on my list, I know we didn't like him too much, but he certainly would help. Andrew White the third. He has the he's second all-time for the single-season record at Nebraska with 87 threes in 2016. And of course, I think he went on to set some records at Syracuse, too. Yeah. 
And he he was uh, he lived in my building for one. That's year. right. He's your roommate. Yeah, he was my roommate. <laughs> oh, he was a really good guy. I, I liked Andrew White the third. He didn't end up being very popular with Husker fans when he left. No, not when he left. No. But when he was on the team, yeah. he was one of, had one of the best strokes yeah. I've ever seen in Nebraska. Yep, yep. he had a great stroke. Uh, number two on my list, Eric Pietkowski. Pike, of course, one of two Huskers with 200-plus career threes. Wow, I did not know that. I mean, I should know that, but I didn't know that. Polish Rifle. That's he right. Had, he had the best nickname uh, for a shooter ever, Polish Rifle. Yeah, and, and one of the best players at Nebraska all-time as well. Easily, uh, Number one on my list, the all-time best three-point shooter at Nebraska and friend of uh, early break is Kerry Cohorn. The three-point record uh, is 89 threes that he made in 2002. Uh, the, he's actually the all-time three-point record holder as well as for a career 268. Kerry Cohorn, man, he's one of my favorite players growing up. Would have loved to see him play in the modern age. Uh, me as well. Uh, wasn't the most athletic dude. Uh, but he could really shoot it. He By could, his senior season, too, he I think he led the team in assists. He was actually a pretty he, he's a pretty good ball handler and yeah. passer, by the, yeah. but he's only known for his three-point shooting yeah. because he's so good at it. That's kind of what hurts yeah. Steph Curry. I'm not putting him in the same category, but people think of Steph Curry as just a three-point shooter. He's one of the best dribblers in the league. He's one yeah. of the best finishers at the rim in the league, and he can and he, sometimes I think he's led the league yeah. in assists before. He and Swordson play a lot of golf together. Yeah, he, Corbin, uh, yeah. And he's a scratch golfer. He's a really good golfer. Uh, listens to the station a lot. I think they use him as one of their analysts for Husker basketball. Might have been on today. I don't know. Uh, we use Strick. You could have put Strick on there. I mean, oh yeah, uh, Strick is known as a great defender, and I think he was Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA. Uh, but for a lefty, he could really shoot it. Uh, and remember, he made seven threes against Missouri one year. Scoring twenty eight. Oh points. yeah, he could catch fire. Him and him and Jerron Boone and Glenn Watson actually all are top ten like career three point yeah. shooters at Nebraska. They're all just around thirty five percent. So yeah. I was kind of trying to keep it with the guys that were mostly in the forty percent range. But yeah, uh, uh, Husker Army off the text line says Brian Carr, Carr or Henry T. Those guys were three point pioneers. Yeah. Could have been on the list as well. Brian Carr, one of the best free throw shooters of all time. Um, so that that's a good one. Uh, Mike Nader, uh, I might nominate. Brian Banks from back in the day. Uh, who else? Um, I don't know. Uh, that, that's a good list, though. I, yeah. I like that I like that list at all. Hopefully someday we can put Tomanaga on that list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, here's the – I don't think you have a big danger of him transferring. Right. Uh, maybe not. I mean, is he going to go back to Japan? Where is he going to go? Um, maybe. I, I think that it went, once he gets bigger and stronger, uh, he'll be better. Uh, I like the fact that he tries really hard. I think right now he's trying too hard. Uh, he's trying too hard. I think all the guys are really trying too hard. They just need to let it fly and have some fun. I I look at this team right now, and I think they're not having much fun. Uh, part of it is they're not winning. Yeah, but not even shots. when they win, they I don't see a lot of smiles. I don't see a lot of guys look like they're just having a great time playing basketball, which should be the case. It's It's the best time of your life. It should be. Yeah, it should be. But, again, it, it kind of goes back to – I mean, we did the same thing with football. But you go back to that Western Illinois. When you start the season in a hole, you know, it's hard to have as much fun. You're always trying to make up for that. So even if you do win some games that you're supposed to, you're still kind of behind the curve. So, I mean, I, I think that they've kind of been playing yeah. behind the, the, the season goal yeah. since day one. Yeah. If you could put one guy from on that list on this team, who would you take? Altogether, I'd take – who? Either Eric Pietkowski or Teron Lue. Teron Lue. Yeah, I'd probably take Teron I'd Lue. I'd take Teron Lue. I mean, the, the guy, 
uh, just knew how to play. But he could score from anywhere. He could score around the rim. Uh, he could shoot the three. He could jump stop and break your legs. I mean, he, he just <laughs> he could really dribble the ball, but he could also he, his moves were so good that he could stop on a dime and you were still going backwards, uh, and he would make shots on you. I mean, if, if they had him, I mean, we always say you need a true point guard. That's, that's a true point that's guard. That's a true point guard in Teron Lue. Uh, he was really, really good. And you mentioned it. I always have wondered what would happen if he would have came back for his senior season. Yeah. I think the next year – um, Vincent Hamilton won the, the Big 12 Player of the Year without a very good Nebraska team. Yeah. And, of course, Nebraska didn't make the tournament. I mean, I think that was def- would definitely be a tournament team if he would have returned. Uh, I think we have somebody dialing us up, but we'll, if, we, if they're still there or they left, uh, they might have left. We'll catch you on the other side. Uh, we would love to hear from you today. Uh, if you want to talk about the new coaches uh, that they have finalized for the University of Nebraska, we'd love to hear from you on that. Uh, Honda Blinken Hotline, 464-5685. Sutter Hamid text line. Uh, the same number. In case you haven't heard, Mark Whipple has been wrapped up. He's in. He'll be the new offensive coordinator for Nebraska. Donovan Riola, of course, the brother brother of Dominic Riola, uh, who had been coaching as an assistant with the Chicago Bears on their offensive line, is the new offensive line coach. Mickey Joseph, who we've known all week, uh, is the wide receiver coach and uh, run game or pass game coordinator along with the assistant head coach, which you think is too many titles. So you'd have really one more hire to make. Is it Bill Bush? Uh, is it a Ricky Brumfield uh, for special teams? Or do you go with the running backs coach? Yeah. Who's, or, or, you know, who's kind of taking these? I mean, there's no way they can keep the special teams duties as they are. I, I just couldn't imagine that. Um, so, you know, either shuffling those duties or, or you know who who's going to do the running back you know be the running backs coach um something that if if they don't do i mean the mark whipple hire i like it but it doesn't leave it doesn't inspire you much as far as the ground game goes um, and i mean if they completely just left her, i i want a special teams coach as much as anybody but you need to get that running back room led by somebody um, i think that's still the big question mark and let's talk about it on the other side mark whipple what does he bring uh, are we finally getting some clues? We only have one coaching hire to make. We should know what this offense will look like based on the careers of Mark Whipple and Donovan Riola and Mickey Joseph, right? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about it coming up on the other side with Tom and Bach. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.